Christmas is coming. I think you can see by the decor in here today that Christmas is on its way. And um, I don't know what Christmas is like for you, um, whether it's a good time, um, whether it's time with family, but somewhere along the line, I guess, whether you're old, young, or whoever you are, somewhere along the line, presents will figure in your Christmas. And, uh, and of course, presents are good to receive. You might be a person who likes to receive gifts. You might be a person who likes to give gifts. And gifts come in all different ways, don't they? And uh, this was a gift in my bag. It's not my shopping, but um, in here. It's my birthday not long ago. And this was a gift I received. And this was just how it was wrapped when I got it. Now, there is no surprise element in that gift. Do you know what? I actually, it was even that I asked for it. <laughs> I asked for that gift because my other pan like that had broken, the handle fell off, the lid had cracked, and so I wanted a new one, right? So that was just how it came. And, but do you know what? It was just what I needed. It was just what I wanted. And so I was really pleased to receive that gift. And, uh, and then you have those other gifts that are expensive, don't you? Some gifts are expensive. You know what it's like when, if you've got children, your children come to you at, um, near, come, near coming to Christmas time, and they might ask for things that are a little bit more maybe than you would normally spend. But some years you just think, well, do you know what? We love our kids and it's going to be worth it. So we're going to spend a little bit more money this year and... Um, and, yeah, so some gifts are expensive, so, but you say, well, because we love our kids, because we're, you know, we're going to do that this year, we're going to spend a bit more. It might be costly to us, but it's going to be worth it. And so some gifts are expensive. But then, maybe the best gifts to receive are gifts that are a surprise. You know, we all like a surprise, especially if it's a nice one. If it's something that, you know, you really want, but you weren't expecting to get it. And you know what it's like when your kids get a surprise gift, and they're so excited and they're excited to receive those surprise gifts. And so some gifts are a surprise. Um, but then, sometimes you get those gifts that you weren't expecting. And they're definitely not a surprise, because sometimes you get those unwanted gifts. And you see them advertised after Christmas, don't you, on Facebook Marketplace, eBay, the unwanted gift. Okay, now, I've not ever had many unwanted gifts. I'm a pretty grateful person, to be honest. But actually, this was modelled to me at a very young age. Because it was Christmas or birthday, and, and me and Amanda were quite young, actually. And uh, we'd asked Mum what kind of music she liked to listen to. And she said, well, she said, I quite like guitar music. And so we went to the record shop. That's showing me age, isn't it? But uh, we purchased Mum a record for her birthday, I think it was. And um, when she unwrapped it, it was the best of British brass. <laughs> it wasn't... <laughs> Gabriel's laughing. It wasn't quite what she was expecting. And, uh, and to be honest, she received it very gratefully because that's what my mum is like. And, um, but... I guess really, you know, years later it came out, it was a pretty unwanted gift, to be honest. And so there's those unwanted gifts. But then there's special gifts. And a few years ago, um, my engagement ring, I lost the stone from my engagement ring quite a lot of years ago now. 
And, uh, and I was really upset about it because, of course, your engagement ring has sentimental value. And it, so the engagement got relegated to the draw for, um, for a good while. And, uh, in, but it was coming up to Christmas time. And Christmas Day, there was a small parcel underneath the Christmas tree addressed to me. And it was from Paddy. And unbeknown to me, he'd taken my engagement ring to the jewellers, got the stone replaced and wrapped it up for Christmas for me. And do you know what? That was a most special gift. It was a special gift because Paddy had thought to do it all and he'd done it all without me knowing, obviously. Um, but it was a most special gift. And it was made more special because, obviously, Paddy's my husband and um, he'd done it for me. But you see, <coughs> actually, the truth is, when we look at Christmas, we see that the real true gift to us at Christmas, is Jesus. And, and as we look at those gifts that we receive from other people, we can gain something from what the gift of Jesus really means to us. And you know what? It's the best gift we can receive. In Isaiah 9, verse 6, this scripture that's read out so much at Christmas, it says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And so Jesus is the best gift we can receive. And there's a reason for that, because Jesus is just what we need. Actually, on those good days when all in the world seems great, and also the days when trouble comes knocking at your door, Jesus is all you need. None of us are exempt from trouble, and you might be in a place today that is good. You might be in a place today where you're struggling, a bit like um, Daryl shared in his word from the Lord this morning. You might be in a place where... You're struggling with something today. But Jesus is all you need. And um, we go to one event at Lincoln each year, and this year it wasn't on, but it was online. And I loved what Tony Miller said in his um, message at one event this year. He said, God is still on the throne, and his throne is no recliner. And you know, a recliner seat is when you're sitting back and the world's going by, you know, you're just sitting back relaxing and letting everything go on. Do you know, Jesus isn't like that. He's sitting on his throne, he's ruling and reigning, and he cares about your life. He cares about everything that's happening in your life right now because he's sitting on the throne and he's ruling and he's reigning. And your life is in the palm of his hand. Um, I saw a quote from Nicky Gumbel this week. It says, As you believe in the sun, even when it is not shining, continue to believe in God's love even in times of darkness, when you don't feel his love. And you know what? Just thinking back to this year, this time last year, we could not have imagined that we would be living life like we've lived this year. We cannot imagine what we've been through as a church, as a nation, and as a world. But it didn't take Jesus by surprise. And he's in control of it all. He doesn't take us out of our situations, but he helps us through our situations. He is just what we need. So, an expensive gift. How is Jesus an expensive gift? Well, do you know what? It cost him everything to come and pay for our sin. It says in Philippians 2, verse 6 to 7, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges he took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, 
He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honour and gave him the name above other names. And at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Do you know, it cost Jesus everything to come and die for us and forgive our sin. And so, yes, it, it's an expensive gift. It cost Jesus everything. And you know what? We might make that once-in-a-lifetime purchase for our children when we buy that expensive present. But Jesus made that once-in-a-lifetime sacrifice for us. And a few weeks ago, Daryl was sharing about, um, about our value to God. And, you know, I had heard messages like that for ages, for years. But, you know, what? the other Sunday morning, that just struck me again, how much we are worth to Jesus, that he died because he thought you were worth it. And, uh, and that is such an important thing to bear in mind, that it cost him everything, but he saw that you were worth it. And then, how is Jesus a surprise gift? Well, I don't know about you, but I am surprised by his grace and his mercy, his faithfulness, his love. I'm amazed at how he works everything out for my good, as it says in Romans 8, verse 28. His forgiveness surprises me. It surprises me because I know my forgiveness is nothing like his forgiveness. But he forgives me. The other week I was reading the, about the woman caught in adultery and uh, she was under no illusion that day when the Pharisees brought her to Jesus that she was going to receive the punishment by law for what the lifestyle that she'd been living. She knew what was coming to her until Jesus entered the scene. And I would love to know what Jesus wrote in the sand that day, but the scripture doesn't tell us. But one by one, the self-righteous Pharisees walked away. And then there was just Jesus and the woman. And he didn't say to her, off you go, go back to your lifestyle that you were living. No, he said, go and sin no more. And you know, that's the key, isn't it, to God's grace. Because we can make God's grace so cheap if we just carry on sinning but you know he said to her go and sin no more and that is the same level of grace that God extends to us it's the same grace that is extended to you and me today because Jesus enters our scene you but you can come to Jesus just as you are but he loves you too much to leave you as you are we only experience the extent of God's grace when we, like the woman, we go and sin no more. And so I'm surprised. His love is everlasting. His mercy is new every morning. His faithfulness is great. I'm surprised by everything that's in this wonderful gift of Jesus. And so Jesus, the unwanted gift. In the Christmas story, we see Herod and to Herod, Jesus was very much an unwanted gift. In fact, so unwanted that he wanted to kill him. He failed to see what kind of king Jesus had come to be. And so, for Herod, Jesus was very much an unwanted gift. But just imagine for a moment, if you got your presents on Christmas Day and you said, well, do you know what, I'm not going to open them now, I'm going to leave them until next week when a more convenient time to me, a time when I think I'm going to need them, 
But you know, sometimes that's maybe how some days we treat Jesus. Maybe we think, oh, I'll make my relationship right with Jesus some other day when I feel I need him more. But the truth is, the scripture says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Maybe there are days when we treat Jesus like that. And what a tragedy to miss all that he has for us for this life and eternity. In 2 Corinthians 6, it says, As God's partners, we beg of you not to accept this marvellous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. For God says, At just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. So let's not leave this gift for another day. Let's accept the gift of Jesus for today. But then Jesus is a special gift. And I'm sure to many of us this morning in church, Jesus is that special gift. And there's some other people in the Christmas story. There was the shepherds. Now the shepherds, they weren't thought very highly of. Their social status wasn't particularly very high. But actually the angels appeared to them and they came and saw Jesus and they were changed by the time they'd been with Jesus. In fact, they were so changed, it says in the scripture, they went and they told everybody else what they'd seen and what they'd heard. And it says all, the, all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. And actually, that's the truth for us. Actually, when we know Jesus, we want to share this gift as well. We want to share it with other people. And the shepherds went away glorifying and praising God for what they had seen and heard. And that's the effect that Jesus has on us when we know him and we receive this special gift. We're changed in the presence of God. And then there was, of course, the wise men, and they came prepared. They'd come prepared to give gifts to Jesus that were fit for a king. And that's such a contrast to what Herod was like. The the, the wise men came and they bowed down and they worshipped. They humbled themselves before Jesus. And so they came from very different backgrounds. The wise men would have been quite well thought of, very different to the shepherds. But you know, the great thing about that is that it says, the most famous verse in the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever should come and believe. So it doesn't matter today what your background is. It doesn't matter what qualifications you hold, actually. We can all come and receive this special gift. And so everybody can come and bow down and worship. And so Jesus wants a relationship with you today. And maybe you say, well, actually, I've walked with Jesus a long time. I've, you know, I've been a Christian for many, many years. Well, you know, there's no limit to this gift because Jesus become, can become even more special to you if you've already known him for a lot of years. In fact, there was an old song I used to sing when I was a child It said, I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. He gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. And that is so true. Jesus does get sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. And so, in conclusion, Jesus today is all that we need. It costs him everything to come and forgive your sin. And the choice is ours whether he's the unwanted gift or whether he's the special gift. I'm just going to end with this little poem. A Christmas letter from Jesus. 
When you look for me at Christmas, you won't need a special star. I'm no, I'm no longer just in Bethlehem. I'm right here where you are. You may not be aware of me amid the celebrations. You'll have to look beyond the stores and all the decorations. But if you take a moment from your list of things to do, then close your eyes and say a prayer. I'm waiting here for you. You're the one I want to be with. You're the reason that I came. You'll find me in the stillness where I'm whispering your name. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the gift to this world. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that it cost you everything to come and to save us. But we thank you so much, Jesus, that you did. Thank you, Father. Amen.